Alright, so this is going to be one of them, I'm sure, who the hell knows, um, morning talks. So, just things that come to mind, current events, personal shit, fucking shit I see with people, but maybe it's time I start letting some shit out instead of just holding it the fuck in, which leads me to my first talk, I guess, my first rambling. You know, I look at my life and I've made a lot of decisions that probably shaped where I'm at now. Um, or I've held on to things that I definitely probably could have done without. Yeah. One of the things I think about a lot lately is my relationships with people, whether it be friendships, family, my wife, you know, I walk around, chip on my shoulder saying my ex-wife this, my ex-wife that, she ain't my ex-wife yet, you know, she's still my wife, and, you know, there's days she pisses me off where I'm just like, man, fuck her, I'm tired of her shit, but, you know, we're separated, on the verge of divorce, middle of a divorce, however you want to put it, split custody of our kid, who's um, the center of both of our worlds, so, I mean, I couldn't ask for better when it comes to him, you know, even with some of the fucking retarded shit that both of us are guilty of doing, whether she fucking sees it or not, she's no saint, she didn't get everything right, and frankly, neither did I. You know, I think we were both trying to figure out how to be the other's partner and got lost in it. And that shit happens, man. You know, people often think they got shit sorted the fuck out when they meet somebody and they're at the top of their fucking game. And then they come to realize when, when everything fucking hits that they didn't even know what fucking game they were entering. So, where they were getting ready to play. And, you know, there's there's times where the shit gets rough, it gets hard. There's all these sayings, you know, a marriage or a relationship's like a house. You don't just leave, give up when, when a light bulb goes out. No, you don't. You know, but you got to look at the fact of, did you move into that house or did you build that house and was that foundation fucking steady? Because if it wasn't, then it doesn't matter how fucking nice the house is from the outside. This shit's gonna fucking buckle in here in a few months, a few years. Um, you know, even with relationships, friendships, people you call family, you know, you go through you go through milestones and markers, you know, I had my rude awakening, you know, with the people I call family, um, I fucking buckled, my fucking world came crashing down on me, you know, lost my, my sister in December 2020, you know, my 
my marriage started just spiraling and falling apart beginning of December of 2020, you know, and I kind of have this fucking real dark joke of I was just a fucking, I was the punchline for a bad fucking joke at the end of 2020 because I dodged COVID and all the extra bullshit, you know, people saying they couldn't find jobs and I had four jobs that year. Like I said, everything just came crashing at the end of the year. So, I, I spiraled out of control in my own way. You know, I had, had my brothers there, sisters. And I mean, they drove me fucking nuts, too. You know, love them to death, but... They were so far up my ass sometimes that it was like, dude, I just need a fucking minute. Back the fuck off. But they had their reasons for not. You know, there were things they were seeing that I wasn't. And it doesn't make me fucking like the fact that it happened any better or any less. You know. And some of them figure shit out. Some of them don't. You know, some of them are still pissed with me. Some of them aren't. Some of them fucking have a chip on their shoulder or they're they're worried how to be around me, and some of them don't fucking care, and, you know, I've recently just come to the realization that I can't fucking please everybody, you know, I'm gonna make fucking decisions that are gonna piss people the fuck off, including my fucking friends, my family, fucking, and shit, it might piss off God, the gods, whoever you believe in. That's just the way that's going to have to go. You know, either they'll understand it or they won't. Or they'll back me or they won't. I'm not going to do anything that's going to harm them or harm my myself, for that matter. Or harm my son or even my ex-wife. But there's, there's some really fucked up growing I got to do. And everybody does. You know, you go through something like that, like my doctor, I went in for just a regular fucking checkup at, at the VA, by the way, veterans are fucked in the head in case you didn't know, so we have to go do yearly checkups, but, um, he looked me in the face, he's, you know, I was worried about my testosterone, 35 years old, man, you hit that age, you gotta start thinking, and, uh, motherfucker looks me in the face, you know, I had my lab work done, fucking, it's like, Joe, I call you Joe, right? It's like, yeah, I mean, you can call me every, anything you fucking want, just don't fucking call me late for dinner. And he, uh, he flat turns around, looks me square in the face, and he says, you ain't gonna have to worry about your shit for the next 15, 20 years. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Doc? Well, your testosterone levels, usually the max is around 7.4. Okay. So what are you saying? Yours is a little elevated. It's like, oh, what's a little elevated, Doc? Uh, right around 8.2, 8.3. Of course, I just round up and I say 8.4 because fucking. I'm like, uh, I thought that wasn't a good thing. He's like, yeah, it's just something we got to watch. 
okay. But, uh, you know, going through everything, I just felt some kind of way, and I was asking him, you know, why do I feel like I don't have this drive anymore? You know, like, the motherfucker just don't want to work. He don't fucking look at something and go, damn. It's just a walking through life. And he looked at me, and he's like, well, what's going on? Well, Doc, I got in the middle of a divorce and custody case. My sister died in December. He looked at me, and he's like, and the first thing you thought was your testosterone was low? I was like, well, I mean, yeah. He's like, Joe, it's called depression. He was like, the fact that you even get the fuck out of bed is surprising. He was like, how close were you and your sister? I told him, dude, we're fucking tight. He's my best fucking friend. My entire life, that woman was there. Like, she was my constant. Could always count on her. Fucking, I knew for a fact this was a fucking movie, and I was the lead character, and, you know, I was doing some special fucking super-duper shit. If I got caught, my normal ass sister was about to be a fucking nightmare for anybody who was holding me. You know, she was just there, man. Everything about her was, I can't say perfect, but it's what you would expect out of a friend. You know, my brother-in-law, he's, he said he was the best fucking woman he'd ever have in his life. You know, um, he said she was the best partner. Which, you know, just knowing my sister the way she was, she loved you. And she really loved you. There was no distance she wouldn't go. When it came to her family, man, she was, she was a fucking force to be reckoned with. She was always there. She was my constant. She's who I could call no matter what time. Ask her questions. I mean, I'm going into my fucking late 20s, early 30s. I'm still calling her about shit. Hey, you know, I really like this girl. What should I do? And she'd laugh and she'd be like, nigga. Yeah, I said it. Because that's the way we talk. So either you fucking enjoy listening or you'll just fucking shut me off after this. But she'd be like, nigga, you are, you are 29 years old. Yeah, but I lean, you know, this is the type of girl, she's this, she's that, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd send her a photo if I had a photo. She would just turn around, she'd be like, man, she's real pretty. Talk to her like this, see how this goes, blah, 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 and she'd give me advice, you know, um, my wife, when I met her, I mean, that, that woman hung the moon for me, I don't think she ever fucking realized it, I used to look at her, and I was like, man, I'm a lucky motherfucker, she's dense sometimes, she does some shit, she 
kept me on my fucking toes. You know? She had she had some qualities that made me fucking fall in love with her damn near overnight. You know, people say, oh, there's no such thing as love at first sight, or you can't you can't fall in love that fast, or there there's all these fucking stipulations and fucking societal things that dictate, you know, you can't do this, can't do that, can't do this. If you say I love you too soon, it fucks everything up. Fuck that, dude. You know, maybe that's our fucking problem is we just fucking put all these stipulations on shit or all these fucking timelines. Fuck that. Okay. I fell in love with my wife weeks after after being with her, you know, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, I can't say shit, I can't, I can't be like that, no, fuck that, you know, I don't want to run her off, well, you know, she's, she's getting ready to move out of her, her condo, um, and my sister and my mom come down to visit me, and my sister's looking at me, looking at her, looking at me, looking at her, she's watching, that's the way my sister was. Real, take take a step back and look. <coughs> and she saw, she saw the way I looked at that woman. And I know that's what it was. My sister comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, so what's what's the deal?" She's like, "What do you mean?" She was like, well, "Do you like her?" Like, yeah, yeah, I really like her. I wasn't about to even tell my sister, man. I fucking love that girl. I just, yeah, I really like her. Why? She was like, well, she's saying that she's getting ready to move and that she's been looking at places. I was like, yeah. Motherfucker, why don't you just have her move in with you? Oh, Eileen, I can't do that, man. We've only been together for like three months. And my sister, like, part hopeless romantic, part fucking realist, part optimist, you know, did she have her fucking down moments, yeah, I mean, everybody fucking goes through them, just where the world had fucking drained her, you know, just people suck, um, and she had her moments, just like any of us, where she just was a little pessimistic, but, uh, in this situation, she's, just ask her, or she could say is no. I was like, or I can freak her out and me and her never talk again. She was like, fine, if that's the case, then she walks away, then she walks away. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't right. I'm like, okay. So my sister and my mom, you know, we hang out with them for the rest of the weekend. And then uh, as soon as they're, we dropped them off at the airport, you know, my wife, you know, girlfriend at the time, decided uh, she had found a place. She was about to fill out all the paperwork. She had already put in an application thing. She was getting ready to fucking fill out everything else. We're driving. We're talking. And I just keep looking at her. Probably almost crashed like four or five times, which is probably why she always said you're a horrible fucking driver. 
All she ever did was bitch and bicker. Pay attention, you, you suck at driving. So, that's probably why. You know, she'll say it's a bunch of other reasons, but she wasn't a great driver either. Um, moving along, anyway. We're driving back from the airport. And, uh, keep looking at her. I just keep looking at her and looking at her. And, uh, I forgot where we were. I don't exactly remember. I don't remember if it was a stoplight or or what. I just remember we were still in the car. And I look at her and I grab her hand. You know, I do that, that cute little fucking thing that people do on the center console where you hold the person's hand. And I gave her a kiss. And it was in the middle of her saying something. Like, I just gave her a kiss. And it completely stumped her. And I was like, hey, why don't you move in with me? Call them. Tell them that thanks, but no thanks. And we'll just move in together. You know, I had to have my place. Uh, at the time, I had uh, two roommates. <laughs> and great friends of mine. They became family. Um, and she was like, are you serious? I was like, I wouldn't ask you if I wasn't. You know, and she looks me in the face and she's like, are you asking me because your sister brought it up or are you asking me because that's what you want? And I told her, it's like, that's what I want. You know, because it was. It was, it was something I saw in her. All my sister did, which is what she always did, was shed a little bit of light to fucking make sure that I saw what I thought I was seeing. You know, my sister was always my lighthouse. She always got me home. She always saved me from myself. And sometimes that's hard to do, you know. To love somebody so much <laughs> that you're willing to protect them from themselves, that's a difficult thing. So... looked at my, my wife and girlfriend at the time and I'm like, look, I know we haven't been together long. I know I'm not perfect. I know you're not perfect. You know, but I want to, I want to get to know you more. I want to spend time with you. I want to, I want to be with you as often as I can, every moment, every day. I want to wake up and go to bed next to you. She's looking at me. And I can see her eyes start to water a little bit. My wife is notorious for trying to keep her emotions in check. You know, so she's never an emotional wreck, but she's not making decisions based on emotion. She tries to be logical in sometimes illogical situations. And that's a whole separate 
talk that we'll eventually have. But um, remember our eyes getting a little watery. And of course, me being fucking a little soft at the heart. So, with with certain people. Depends on the people. Put it that way. And she's always been that one of those people. Or that person rather. told her I loved her. We'd been together fucking two and a half, maybe three months. Yeah. And uh, she looked me square in my face. Gave me a fucking kiss that fucking stalled my goddamn heart. I mean, just completely fucking felt like the fucking bitch flatlined and then started pumping again. You know, because I had been in a bad place before me and her bed. You know, just drinking and going out all the time and just being a fucking idiot. You know, I was, I was fucking reckless. Had I stayed on that course, there ain't no telling where the fuck I'd be right now. So, in some ways, she probably saved me from myself. And, you know, I know I did with her. Maybe, I don't, actually, I don't know if I did with her, but, um, she gave me a big kiss, she said, I love you too, and, you know, met it about three years, while we were dating, we had some rough patches, and I had hit one so fucking hard that it shook me straight down to my fucking soul with her. And, uh, it was, it was the beginning of the end, I guess. She, um, we got into it pretty bad uh, on our vacation to San Antonio. And, uh, we got back she had told me, I don't think we're going to make it. And it had flipped me upside down, twisted me inside out. Just, it fucking broke me mentally and emotionally. And of course, you know, when you feel that and you haven't had all of your shit sorted out prior you uh you fall back into some old ways well if this isn't gonna work then I'm just gonna go find something that will well I shouldn't have went and found something that will because that will didn't, you know, I was talking to this girl, fucking flirting back and forth, started Snapchatting, you know, you know, being secretive, never fucking did anything with her, thank God, I guess, you know, fucking, actually no, not I guess, fucking thank God. But 
I started to realize that I don't need to be in that situation. I also found out my wife was pregnant with our son. You know, luckily I had started to pull my head out of my ass. But man, you want to talk about fucking close fucking timeline. It was a close fucking timeline. But found out she was pregnant. Right as I was starting to fucking make my way back to her. Because that's where I belong. You know, that's, that's who I chose. From the beginning. You know, she may never think that. She may never feel that way. You know, because of all the things that transpired. But she was my person and I knew that. And there was a lot of friends and family who were like, oh, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. And that's what they're going to do because everybody has their own idea or outlook or perception of situations and you know so forth and so on and I never got mad at them I just looked at them and I was like look man okay you know we all have our reasoning we all see things the way we see them you know is what it is so I guess this whole talk is really based on the fact of If you truly give a fuck, if you really fucking care about somebody and you love them, then you got to be willing to go the fucking distance. No, the shit's not going to be easy, but it doesn't have to be so fucking hard either. You know, you dictate the outcome for your relationship, your marriage, your friendships, whatever the case is, you know, because at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, who's going to make you happy? And the answer should be, you make yourself happy, but should also have somebody to share that happiness with. So, well, that's the end of my talk for this morning. I guess we'll catch up more later.